0: Hello, herd, and welcome to another another episode of our Clone Wars rewatch here at Nerd Herder. I am still your herd leader, John Wayne,
1: and I am probably still your herd <laughs> <man. laughs>
0: And yeah, we're back. Um, if you don't know, uh, this episode is posting not long after we already posted a uh, Clone Wars rewatch episode for the day. Yeah. So, if you're here and haven't been there. Go there first, then come back here, because you'll understand why we're here, and you're here, and all that good stuff. Yes. Essentially, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, we have to do this to stay on schedule. So, double dose of Clone Wars. Yep,
1: yeah. and this is the Clone Wars Season season 3 finale.
0: It is. Uh, yes, we are finally done with Season 3. And I think this was the quickest we've gotten through a Clone Wars season. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think most of that's just because lots of strong arcs um yeah. and I, I don't know maybe it's just that i have not felt <clears> the um time uh at, you know normally it's it's just felt fast
1: yeah it's been one of those weird times in our lives where time is just going
0: <laughs> yeah well I, I mean we're we're starting um season 3 of the podcast in may mm-hmm. and and i mean only a couple months there mm-hmm. so from our perspective, time is just zooming. Yeah. It uh, feels like we just celebrated New Year's. feels like we just celebrated you do Christmas.
2: The,
1: you do that Southern thing. What? Where you add S onto the end of New Year. New Year's. New Year.
0: New Year's Day.
1: Well, yeah, there's apostrophe S.
0: Yeah, and then I shortened it to just New Year's because you know what happens at New Year's. We
1: celebrated the New Year.
0: We celebrated New Year's. It's like
1: going to Kroger's or Walmart's.
0: We celebrated New Year's uh, okay. five minutes ago.
1: Argument will end here.
0: You celebrated New Year Day or well, whatever weird mumbo-jumbo you're doing <clears throat> over there. Oh, boy. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's gone by quick. So uh, we'll talk more about kind of our overall thoughts with this one as well, just kind of a look back at some of the um, Season 3 highlights a little bit. But... Um yeah it's a kind of short arc um for the finale we just have a two episode arc, which is part of why we're also doing this on a day where we're doubling down is because it's not two long three episode dives it's a three episode and then a two episode mm-hmm. uh and this one they're they're good episodes um they're just not i don't think they're as heavy yeah as um some of the other arcs we've just Uh, finished covering so it's it's a nice way to end given how much has been going on in season three
1: yeah we say that but like it's a lot of death yeah a lot of death in these episodes (laughs) (laughs) like wow
0: there's a lot of death in all the episodes yeah (laughs)
1: like i turned to you while we were watching just like there's a lot of death in this kid's show Yeah, it's on Cartoon Network, man. Well,
0: it's Cartoon Network, so this
1: would have never happened. It's basically Adult Slim
0: Junior, so that's true. (laughs) I mean, that's that's what that uh, not that's what uh, Cartoon Network is to me, (coughs) anyways. But um, yeah, so uh, if you want to check out our earlier episode about the Citadel arc, then you can um, make sure to check that out. Nothing we're going to talk about here necessarily affects that, so you can listen to it after or whatever. But just make sure you listen to it. We appreciate when you do that. Uh, so, but we're here with the Padawan Lost arc, uh, and it starts with season three, episode 21, Padawan Lost. Yay! And the moral of this one is, without humility, courage is a dangerous game. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to be courageous if you also can't be humble and, Mm -hmm. and just be honest about who you are. Um.
2: Remember who
0: you (laughs) are. Um you know, if, if you think too lowly of yourself, you're not going to have the confidence to do what you should do, and if you t- think too highly of yourself, you're never going to feel like anything's good enough for you. So you have to have a proper understanding of who you are as a person, because you guys are all awesome. Mm-hmm. people are awesome, most of us. Um, but at the end of the day, we're never perfect, and we have to be honest about that if we're going to uh, get through certain experiences in life. Yes. Um, Otherwise, we're holding ourselves down with weights of pride. So, and I think a little bit here, it's much more pessimistic in this episode. Um, The moral kind of relates to Khalifa, who shows up in this episode, who uh, kind of lacks the courage to fight back. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a part of not being able to understand who she is and what they're capable of. And I think she's just lost... Um, a good opinion of herself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like they've been there for a very long time.
0: Yeah, I would say very.
1: Well, they say a while. You know, they're younglings.
0: Well, Ahsoka's a youngling. Yes, I mean, it's one of those things. They're all Jedi. You're right. They're all Padawans. They're all younglings. It's mm-hmm. really stupid. They're like it. You're everything. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's just like there's no definitive yeah uh, title. You never kind of. And you only stop being a Padawan when you become uh, a Jedi Knight. Mm -hmm. Um, You only stop being a Jedi Knight when you become a Master. So until you get the new rank, that's what you are. So technically they're younglings. Um, They've been there long enough to get the gist of it, but I feel like a a good few months could give you that. Yeah. Um, Because the Trandoshans that they run into have a pretty set schedule yeah pretty i mean ahsoka is able to figure it out in a day so i feel like you know their routine is what helped them to feel like they've been there longer Mm -hmm. it's less that it's more just that they've been there long enough yeah um but we're gonna getting ahead of ourselves a little bit
1: yeah we're gonna hop into the episode
0: hop hippity hop yes don't drop now john hi
1: we start our episode no we don't Felucia.
0: Uh-huh, there we go.
1: Felucia, not Florum. Felucia. <laughs> I
0: looked at you when uh, the title sequence, or, or the um, opening narration came across and uh, said like, battle on Felucia or something like that, and I looked at you as like, Felucia.
2: Yes,
1: not <laughs> Florum, Felucia.
0: Yes, they look nothing alike. I know, but like... <laughs> they both start with F. Yes. Like force and And F-E-L. Phantom. Uh it's uh F U L. Whatever. Falorum.
1: Oh they start
0: it's, Or is it F L Oh I don't know, but it's not it's Felucia.
1: <laughs> I pronounce the F E L regardless. You know? <laughs> um anyway, we're on Felucia. Uh the separatists are obsessed with this planet, apparently.
0: I feel like they needed a planet they've already created. Mm-hmm. I feel like they needed a planet that was very jungly mm-hmm. and would have a reason for a hunter to be there.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you got the assets.
0: Yeah. So, and I mean, it makes sense. I guess there's some use of the natural resources on that planet that mm-hmm. the the separatists want. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's. I mean, you know, we have to ground ourselves with reality every time. It's like, oh, I wish they would have done this. Eh, that cost money they didn't have yet. Exactly. But... Uh at least they changed it up. Um with how we get to see the planet though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I I told you while we were watching this, I wish they would do this uh like Galaxy's Edge or something, then I realized that this is basically just Avatar World.
0: Well it looks very similar. Yeah. Large it's, plants. Yeah. Bioluminescence.
1: It's gorgeous. mm mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, this time we get to see a little bit more of the planet at night, which shows off the beautiful bioluminescent plants that make up the jungles.
0: Yeah. I appreciate that if they're going to show a familiar place, they at least changed up, um, the way we see it a Mm -hmm. little bit. So that's nice.
1: Definitely. Uh, really, it's just a backdrop. We're not going to be here for very long. Um, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Plo and his bros are on a mission to take out the droids who are trying to set up shop. Always enjoy seeing Plo and his bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um See if I get this right. Commander Wolf.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah. I remember. <coughs> Commander Wolf commands the wolf pack.
1: I... <laughs> I see what you did I don't know there. how much
0: easier it could get.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, Ahsoka has an uneasiness as they make their way to the droid compound, and while the troopers hike up the wall of the compound, she is ambushed. By a Trandosian hunter, hunter hunter? Named Lotaran. Yay! Uh, we love seeing Trandosians in the show.
0: Yes, and if if you feel the same, then that's you, you get, can see you a get, lot of them. Yeah.
1: It's like mostly Trandosians. Everyone else
0: yeah, dies. Well, not everyone
1: else. A lot of people die. Uh. Um, so when Ahsoka wakes up, she is on board the Trandosian slave ship and she and two others are dropped off on island 4 as is referred to by the hunting pack leader Garnack. Yes. Sounds like a half-orc mage.
0: <laughs> Garnack. It's I I love his name. Yeah. I, I he has a very strong name. Um you know, and he's got a very distinctive profile too. So that's pretty yeah. cool.
1: Your next D&D <clears throat> character is going to be named Garnack. I don't oh,
0: know. I like to come up with my own. Yeah. Um yeah, so while this may not have been the exact behavior of all Trandosians, uh, the species was known for being great hunters. Uh, and this operation is not on Trandosia, so it could very well be that this is not accepted uh, by the <coughs> greater species. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this whole adventure takes place on the moon Waska. Um, it's actually a moon. Uh, what tra- it's That's... it's a moon near. Trandosha, yes. which is near Kashyyyk. They all share the same star.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say that's no moon, but it is one.
0: It is a moon, yes. It's not our moon. typical definition of a moon. It's a moon by size. Yeah. Um, and based on the name Island 4, it seems that Garnak has quite the operation all around the moon. We don't really see much of that. We just see this island. Mm-hmm. But basically, the hunt, they hunt the biggest and baddest uh, in order to garner respect from each other and you know really for bragging rights but Mm -hmm. um it was as much about bragging rights as it was about a rite of passage which it seems Garnak's son Dar will be going through and this is really I love this stuff of introducing cultures we're not just seeing species we're seeing a culture built here oh yeah and and even if this isn't what all Trandoshans are like Uh, Knowing that Trandoshans are susceptible to this sort of clan behavior Mm -hmm. is really cool and interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, Dar, all he wants. All the boys his age are thinking about is killing (laughs) Jedi younglings. Mm -hmm. Um, And he'll have a few to choose from, turns out. Um, While running into the jungle, Ahsoka meets three other Padawans who say that they've been there a while. There's Khalifa, not Wiz, um, just Khalifa, who is a young girl from Corellia. Omer, who is a Saren, and Jinx, who is a Toilek.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, when they take Ahsoka back to their camp, they learn. we learn that the only reason they are alive is because they run rather than fight. But Ahsoka knows that they will have to fight if they are going to escape. wonder y- where she learned that.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Is, I mean, their approach isn't necessarily wrong, but there's it's certainly no way to live either. Mm-hmm. And I think that they've kind of lost view of who they are, um and <clears throat> have made their circumstances something indomitable when in reality yeah. we see they they can do this.
1: Yeah, it is quite dominable.
0: Um yes. Uh but they have to work together. They have to have they have to be about the same spirit of it. Mm-hmm. Um which luckily Ahsoka's here to help, th- help yeah,
1: with that. Yeah we love Ahsoka. Um so back on Felucia, Anakin is frustrated as you might expect. Uh he and his troops have been searching since the the end of the mission earlier. Of course, there is no sign of her there. And Master Plo knows it and insists that he and Anakin move on.
0: Um, I mean this is very similar to what we've seen when uh Anakin was injured uh when they crashed on Meridum, mm-hmm. you know, and Ayla was trying to encourage Ahsoka to kind of let go a little bit. In order to help, um, it's very Jedi mm-hmm. in, in this regard. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, we talked in in our episode yesterday. not gosh, it wasn't yesterday. It was it was, was earlier today Yeah, <laughs> um, we talked about how Plo is a very father like yeah. figure. Um,
1: He's the dad,
0: and I think we see that from his ability to, in a lot of ways, properly practice being a Jedi.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, he's still a Jedi so there's still flaws Um, but I think it's his strength of character that allows him to be a great example Mm -hmm. so in this regard it's easy to be like oh he doesn't care as much as Anakin does he's just being a Jedi about it Mm -hmm. when in reality I think Plo's just smart enough to know Ahsoka Mm -hmm. and to know that if she's still alive She's gonna do everything she can to get in touch with them,
2: yeah
0: um and nonetheless, if she's not alive, he can't change anything by worrying and making his men search the jungle again, you know so it's a good it's a good balance of having a proper attachment to say, "Oh, I do care about her mm-hmm. but i I care about her enough to know she's strong, you know what do you think
1: i I always love Plo. He's in like my top three favorite Jedi.
0: Yeah, and I love that the Clone Wars really brought him out for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were attracted because it's like, oh, he's very unique, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And originally he had a yellow lightsaber. That was it was just yeah. a lot of new stuff. Um, but to give him this great character, mm-hmm. I think I think is what's brought him around. And that's again why I say like I wish more Jedi had been able to get that treatment. Because yeah. there's other great Jedi like Plo, who I think more people should know about, and I think sometimes the only way people know about it is if they're a main character. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately,
1: yeah, I don't like his eye holes, but that's just because of <laughs> But
0: that, yeah. Well, it's his goggles, yeah. not his eye holes. Yeah. He see. I think they see in a particular um, filter, um, and so to, in order to properly view his environment, he has to wear the goggles mm-hmm. so that he can. He can see, but to be able to see what others see kind of thing. The goggles. <laughs> <laughs> so. I went extra German there for a minute. Just a little bit.
1: Sorry. Um, yeah, so Dar wants to kill Jedi and True Bubblegum, and he is out of Bubblegum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the sun is up on Waska, and that means the hunt begins. The hunters launch hunting pods from their flying base and head for the jungle to find their prey.
0: So there's not a lot of times. Where I research and I find out something I didn't know. Yeah. I, I did, though. <laughs> In this instance, um, I did not know that apparently these little hunting pods uh, were based on the G.I. Joe Cobra Trouble Bubble toy.
2: Ah.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, okay.
1: I've seen those.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, I never would have noticed that mm-hmm. until someone pointed it out. And... um Usually, I'm pretty good about, look, you know, find just finding, you know, little details and Easter eggs and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But this was one that is, to uh, until writing for this episode has eluded me, just like the name of these stupid things. These things are called, oh my gosh, I have to. Tarot. Teropter. Yeah. Hover pods. Teropter. Pteropter hover pods. P T E R O like tarot... Yeah. like taro di- like, yeah. like d- a dinosaur <laughs> copter. Hoverpod.
1: Wouldn't it have been so cool if like pterosaur dinosaurs, pterosaurs are not dinosaurs, I know, but yeah, if they had like, just like tails, the fox, with mm-hmm. like their wings just spin around over their head? Oh. That'd be a pteropter right <laughs> um, there. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. I. The name, I love that they made a name for the actual thing. mm mm-hmm. Almost as silly as the thing it's based on.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Trouble bubble, and by the way, that's spelled T R U B B L E.
1: Yeah, I hate purposefully misspelled things. You could
0: have just spelled trouble normally. Yeah. It it still rhymes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like there was a there was a a salon when we lived in Savannah called Crazy Cuts, Mm -hmm. but both the K, both of the the words had K instead of C, and I was just like crazy. Here's the thing. It would have still been like an alliteration Mm -hmm. if you just kept it with C. I know. What the heck, guys? (laughs) I hate it. I hate that. Um, Where was I? Yes, there I am. While the Padawans run, they catch sight of two other prisoners running not far away from them. Ahsoka wants to help, but Khalifa says no, that it would only slow them down. While they argue... The hunter solved the problem by killing the two other prisoners. <laughs> That'll do it.
0: Yeah, one of them was um, based on um, Rumi, Paris City, uh, character model. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a nice reuse of that. Yeah. Because we only see that come up a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. I think the other... Oh, wait, the other one was like one of the Snaggletooth dudes. Yeah. Yeah, because that's who Ahsoka was talking to on the ship Mm -hmm. earlier. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: it was neat to see a Snaggletooth in.
0: Yeah, I I, I love just being able to blend worlds. Mm -hmm. You know, it's nice when new characters or new species interact with old species or connect with them. You know, it really makes it feel like everybody's not in their corner like this is a really interconnected yeah. melting pot galaxy.
1: And if i remember correctly, i think he was wearing a red
0: jumpsuit. I think yeah, well i think he had a vest on over it, but yeah, he was wearing red. It yeah. would have been funny if when he got to the planet they changed it to blue. <laughs> Cuz there's been funny. a. um if you know much about kinder figures, there was a big fiasco. There was a lot of fiascos with kinder figures. Was quite
1: a few. Fiascos. They
0: they, they To give these guys credit, though, they were doing a lot of impossible things to get these figures out. Mm -hmm. So mistakes happen. One such one was that in promotional art, you had um, a fully three, three three-quarter inch Snackletooth character in a red jumpsuit. Um, He was on the box of a cantina set you could get. When you get the set, though, and you open it, your Snackletooth is about the size of a Jawa with a blue jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it became this big fiasco, but also this great collecting piece, uh, you know, for collectors, that kind of thing is a holy grail in the sense that yeah. this only, this accident only happens so many times mm-hmm. and to be able to have a piece of saying like, this was before they fixed it kind of things. It's like if you find a four lum and zuckus mm-hmm. on the opposite card, so you have four yeah. lum on... Zuckus and Zuckus on long.
1: And that's why for the longest time I could not get the, them right.
0: It's why a lot of people couldn't. Yeah. Because they, they looked at the toys and they're like, but that's what it says on... I mean, you got to think this was before a lot of books and a lot of extra media. Mm-hmm. A lot of people relied on the toys and what their kids were playing with to tell them what these things are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it's like, oh, this is the Snow Patrol blizzard machine. I didn't see that on Hoth. Yeah, it's like well, the creative liberties. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So that there, there's that side uh, sidebar.
1: Yeah, I want to know if anyone out there ever had the tauntaun with the opening stomach. Because that one was great.
0: I did not. I had the Java though, which you put slime in his in the back of his head, and you could squeeze him and it'd come out of his mouth.
1: I had that one too. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's pretty cool. Oh, and you can oh, put the gosh. little the little. frog things that he eats in there too so it was like it would there was no point so
1: gross it was one of
0: those things where it's like hey kids like messy things right yeah there you go
1: like i remember there was a a toy when uh men in black came out Mm -hmm. it was the the little alien dudes and their tummies were squishy Mm -hmm. and clear and so they Mm -hmm. had stuff in it it was so gross Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird that they would use that technology so many years later to make pooping dolls that poop out slime.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the obsession is with pooping toys lately. I
1: don't know. Like, there's toilet paper-themed toys, there's poop-themed toys, I just don't get it. Um, But uh, the Padawans, they have a run-in with Loterin. Ahsoka proves what kind of fighter she is as she takes on the Trandoshan, but Khalifa almost takes it too far when she begins choking the hunter and Ahsoka stops her and they settle for just knocking him out.
0: Yeah, and before that, he does a cool thing. He actually um, actually starts doing the Velociraptor chirp calling for help. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that they use bit they did I believe they did the sound for um, Jurassic Park, if yes, I'm not they did. wrong. Um, so they would have these things on fire. So yeah. they layered a lot of dinosaur lizard noises that they've created mm-hmm. uh, over the Trandoshans, so it's really helps set them apart of being just these lizard looking dudes to feeling like full fledged lizard. I mean mannerisms and certain um, behaviors. Yeah, definitely. they really they really capture. Oh, these are aliens.
1: Yeah, and I I love it when stuff like that happens like. We were talking in the next couple episodes, in uh, the first few episodes of season four, there's a shark alien mm-hmm. who behaves quite a bit like a shark, and I love that. Yeah,
0: and, and it's, it's nice when you're, when you're going to go for a very direct representation. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not saying it's a shark, but clearly you were inspired it's by a, a shark. shark. <laughs> and, you know, you're not saying these are lizards, but they were clearly inspired by lizards. Yeah. And since they're unidentifiable as a particular lizard, why not blend them up just, together?
1: Just make them the alpha lizard.
0: right they're the original yeah um
1: Uh, yeah so when the others get back to their camp apparently the day's events were enough to convince Khalifa and the others that if they work together they can pull off an escape um and before this we find out the reason that they did not have uh they couldn't steal guns
0: right yeah they deactivate them which is clever it's very smart you know how they probably learned that though is by failing to do that before
1: you lose a lot of people when you forget to do stuff like that.
0: Um, you know, so it should... I mean, I'm assuming, because we'll talk about this at the end, but I'm assuming that's their behavior is one day a prisoner gets a hold of a weapon and it's like, oh, it's no big deal, it's just one gun. And, and then somebody dies and you're like, okay, yeah. let's revisit that. <laughs>
1: one gun can do a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, we see these guys... You know, the, the, the Padawans do quite a lot with no weapons. Exactly. You know? so um, so the hunters get ready uh, the next day for their hunt and they have a bit of a ceremony since it will be Dar's first hunt and hopefully his first Jedi kill and so the cool thing is we get a good look inside their flying base a very good look um, first it's called an Ubrician. my brain does this thing sometimes where I know how to say it yeah. but my my mouth is like oh my gosh oh my gosh anxiety yeah. And so it's like this big pause, and it's like, I know what I'm saying, but I can't start the word.
1: Yeah, it's like the movies, or it's like before the movies, when you had to read Harry Potter, and everyone was like, oh, it's Hermione. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um So yeah, Ubrickian, Ubrickian, Ubrickian? Ubermensch. It's Uber. Know. It's yeah. a, it's an Uber flying base. Or actually, a Uber... Uh, let me, let me say it accurately. Uh, people are going to be going around like, oh, a nerd herder said it's called an Uber. No, it's not. It's a Ubrician floating fortress. Yes. Say that five times fast. Please don't. Uh, inside, the hunters have many trophies, which I, I appreciated that they went extra steps to really make it feel like, oh, they don't have one or two things. Like no, a they, lot. They show they've been doing this for a while. Um, so they have trophies including several... Wookie uh and Wampa pelts. They actually even have just skinned heads
2: mm-hmm.
0: of Wookiees. There's a really cool transition part. I think it's in the next episode though, uh after he like swears revenge where it zooms into the Wookiee's the Wookiee the Wookie pelt head.
1: Empty face. Yeah, yeah. it's really creepy. It's and, incredibly and they, creepy. They
0: have a nice little build-up of music to it as well. Yeah. Um, so it, it really creates an ambience. But they have Wookiee and Wampa pelts. Um, they had the, he- the- blah, blah blah They have the heads of a Rancor, uh which everybody should know what that is. A Frank reek. Rancor. Um, a reek is the bull like alien creature um from the Geonosian arena. A-, a dragon snake, which is a swamp snake that can be seen on Dalhutta. Uh, they also have a fully stuffed uh Gundark. Um Gun you know, for a- we've seen yeah. them a couple of times now.
1: We've seen a Gundark.
0: Uh, Mastiff phallones, which are the... Uh, a puppy? Uh, they're the griffin things that attack on um, Meridum. Gotcha. The lemur people planet. Mm-hmm. And a narglatch, uh, which is the steed the talls ride on. Gotcha. Um, in that episode.
1: That's such a silly name for something so cool.
0: <laughs> right? Um, they also have uh, interesting trophies like stuffed heads of an a uh, frog people. Yes. A gran, which is the three-eyed goat people. mm mm-hmm. uh, skrilling, which is the species of that one Jedi that Cato Parasiti impersonated. Yes. To sneak into the Jedi temple. And uh, a gungan. Um, the reason these are particularly interesting is you're like, oh, they hunted a Wookiee. Makes sense. They hunted a Wampa. Makes sense. Rancor. Reek. You know, creatures make a lot of sense. Yeah. First, okay, so here's the thing. If you hear some knocking, um, there's construction happening at the house near us. Uh we can't really control that. Yeah. Sorry. I refuse to stop. So hopefully you can put up with it. But um seeing these very humanoidish or very commonly you know I mean yeah. in, in Star yeah, yeah, in Star Wars you wouldn't consider a human better than an Authorian. Mm-hmm. They're people.
2: Yeah.
0: And so so to see them have, you know, stuffed heads of these it's like, oh, they really have no standards. And some of these could have been Jedi, even. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't really know. It's just their heads. Yeah. Um, they also have the helmet of a Mandalorian Crusader, which is a great Kotor reference. Um, the rumored tooth of a Zillow Beast. This one I didn't know until researching this. Mm-hmm. Um, likely not. I'd be, there's no <laughs> way. Yeah. Or if they did, they definitely didn't get it from a proper hunt. Probably no not. No way. Um, and, and you pointed this one out, uh, the crystal skull of an interdimensional being. Yep. Which is a nice Indiana Jones reference.
1: It's a, it's it actually a appears
0: a, a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, you could actually take it as an Indiana Jones reference or, um, as a reference to the crystal skull of the Han Solo trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, both have Harrison Ford, so Honestly, pick your poison. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I like that they really show off, like. These these guys aren't playing around. Mm-hmm. They they could really mess up our our hero. Obviously not Ahsoka, mm-hmm. but everybody else is expendable. <laughs> we don't know these folks. Literally. They just got introduced. They're probably never coming coming back again. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway,
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, so next day it's Garnak's son turned to hunt. Son's turn to hunt.
0: Son's turn to hunt. Uh,
1: as the hunters catch up from to the Padawans. Ahsoka and Khalifa are separated from the others when Khalifa is nicked by a shot from Dar, and now it, she does like a really. It looked like it hurt. Oh yeah, like you think flippy, it was like, like yeah, ow. you think it was
0: like super fatal, but really, I mean, she she just got ninged on the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: I've never been shot, so I can't cr- criticize too much. But the thing is, it was it was a graze. I don't feel like it should have sent her flying like that.
1: No, but I guess it just, like, knocked her off her balance. Yeah, it
0: could be. I, I, I don't remember if she was running when it happened, or I don't remember what exactly yeah. was the scenario. But yeah, she, yeah. Was,
1: she and Ahsoka were running, and then, like, she gets hit and does, like, this barrel roll yeah. forwards. Yeah. And just, oh, it yeah. looked like it hurt more than getting shot.
0: Oh, yeah, when, yeah, and that separates her and Ahsoka. Um, and I think that was the point. Yeah. You know, we needed, they needed something to separate the two of them.
1: Mean yeah. um, Dar's pride gets the best of him, however, as he swears to kill the Jedi with his own
0: hands. He's got a perfectly good blaster, but sure, use yeah. your hands, buddy.
1: I mean, they do have very like they're they're
0: strong.
1: Claws. Yeah, they're Claws. strong. Claws? Claws. <laughs> uh If yeah, if he had used a blaster, he probably would not have ended up on a spike t- with a spike to the gut after Ahsoka knocks
0: him off their perch. And they show it full on too.
1: Yeah, they show him being impaled.
0: <laughs> yeah. um and it was also a very nicely done quick scene, so it wasn't like a dramatic fall. Like, it, no, it was it was a real time fall, just yeah. a. Whoosh, exactly. I mean, you know, it's it's that quick. I think that quickness works with a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you don't want to linger on it too long. Yeah. You know, make us feel like the character should feel. Mm-hmm. That didn't take long mm-hmm. to happen in real life, and so that quickness of oh wait, hang on, hang on. I have, to, I have to catch up. No, they're, they're, stop. Let me breathe. Like, that excitement comes in a yeah. little bit. Um,
1: it's like watching Infinity War.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you're just, you're just on the edge of like, oh, wait, I, I do not have time to process. We're just keep, yeah. we're, keep going.
1: I'm not ready for Endgame. I am. I'm
0: not. I am.
1: Um, at first, it seems like the gals are okay, but a shot comes from nowhere to fatally wound Khalifa. And it turns out the shot was from Garnak himself, who swears vengeance for his son's death. I luckily, yeah, luckily for Ahsoka, uh, the Transydonian pod can't maneuver through the brush to get any closer, and eventually retreats. And Khalifa asks Ahsoka to take care of the others before she just
0: straight up dies. I I, I appreciate the gravity of that because you're you're like okay, Ahsoka's here; they're gonna make it. It's all good. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get out of this all a okay. Mm-hmm. And I like that they kind of put a cost to it, like. No, we need something that's going to really test them a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and it was at this point that, yet again, I was reminded, these are kids.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, these are just straight up 14-year-old yeah, kids. Yeah, they're all teenage. Well, uh, Syrians, I believe, live longer than average humans. But regardless, um, mentally and emotionally, he's still mm-hmm. a teenager.
1: Almost like in The Lord of the Rings, Frodo was like 50 years old, and mentally he was only like... Pfft.
0: Nineteen. Yeah. Something I would like I that. would argue less. Sixteen, maybe. Samwise was the wisest of them all.
1: He is the real hero of this uh, of the the trilogy.
0: Exactly. Um
1: that's not just an opinion, it's from Tolkien himself. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean that I think that's the point. You're meant to emphasize and build up, oh, Frodo, you can do it, oh Frodo, Frodo, Frodo and then, you know, at at the end of the day, none of it would have happened without Samwise.
2: Exactly.
0: And I think that's a great way to show like First of all, we're all heroes. We mm-hmm. gotta work together. Second of all, the least likely may just be the biggest hero of them all.
1: Yeah. And the most important part of that series is that Legolas stole a boat and went to get Gimli and brought him back to the <laughs> to the Grey Havens. And that's all that matters.
0: And they're heaven bros forever. They're bros forever. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um so yeah, the the episode ends with Master Plo comforting Anakin that his training will be what decides Ahsoka's fate.
0: Yeah, like we said, uh, you know, like said earlier, I mean what, you know, I think Plo knows worrying isn't going to bring her back. Mm-hmm. I think he knows they've done what they can, and it's up to her at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a great growing moment for Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she needs to believe in herself as much as Master Plo does. And clearly Anakin needs to believe in her as much as Master Plo does too.
1: Yeah, definitely. And he should know. He trained her.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's it's, again, it's one of those things where it's like, it could be attacked for being not right or, you know, too attached. But at the same time, it's that same relationship and compassion that's going to save them later as well. Yeah. It's about being balanced in it. Not letting your worry about them and and your concern and your guilt blind you so that you're actually useless, you know? Because that's all Anakin was doing.
1: Anakin really needs to learn how to deal with loss.
0: Well, he needs to learn how to deal with his emotions in general, and the Jedi need to learn how to show him and others how to do that.
1: He needs to deal with a
2: lot of stuff.
0: Because, I mean, basically the Jedi thing is don't emote. Mm -hmm. You don't. Like, I need to know how to deal with my emotions. You don't. You hide them. Mm -hmm. That's how you be a good Jedi.
2: You
1: take that, you take a bottle off the shelf, and you just cram those emotions in there, and you put it back up on the shelf, and you're fine.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Don't bottle up your emotions,
0: please. So, um, it's but a- what did you think of the Trandoshan culture introduced in these episodes?
1: I loved it. I, I really enjoy seeing more cultures other than, you know, what we usually see. Like, it, usually we just see humanoid cultures.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: hmm Mm-hmm yeah or like some we've already seen uh, uh, you know like gungans and um maybe like rodians and stuff so, you know mm-hmm. um i think this is one of the best examples of showing off a new or a new to most species um since the episode with the Talls, um which i thought was a really great way to introduce a well-known and a re- rem- uh, reminiscent character a uh, uh, reminiscent species and say hey you want to learn a little bit more about these guys, yeah. and it's the same here. It's like, hey, you you've heard of Boss, you've seen him. Let's explore other Trandoshans and and mm-hmm. where Boss comes from a little bit more. Yeah,
1: he comes from an egg.
0: Yeah, he's an egg boy. They all do. Um, so you you called pretty quickly the reference uh, to the Dangerous Game. Mm-hmm. Um, the the theme of this being very similar. Yeah. Um, well, I haven't read the book or seen any movies. Yeah. Um, I see different references. Mm-hmm. Um, I see references and similarities to the Predator's uh, species and series and films. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, just the the Trandoshans in general re- are very reminiscent of Predators.
1: Yeah, they're like a mix of Predators and Klingon.
0: Yeah. Um And so, and one, you know, this idea, uh, this, the the idea of this episode even is pretty much the plot of the 2010 Predators film, the third film in the series, where we find out that, because usually the Predators come to Earth, Mm -hmm. hunt humans or anything they can get their hands on that are dangerous. Mm -hmm. The more dangerous they kill, the more honor you have. Um, And that seems to be a very similar concept to the Trandoshans, but in Predators or Predator 3... It's introduced that there's other predators that kidnap humans and other species, take them to a game preserve and hunt them there, and they use very lethal means. I mean, even for a predator, I, I, I'd say, yeah. you know, they're, they're they're banished basically because they're just so dishonorable. Mm-hmm. They don't give their prey a fighting chance or anything. They just are there to kill and kill in the best way they can. Yeah, which is why I say I almost wonder if. These guys, if Garnak's pack, are similar in the sense that they've kind of been excommunicated. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have this game preserve, is because if they want to hunt, this is how they have to do it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, Predators 3, is, it's the thing of, we're, we're taking them to a game preserve, we're going to hunt them, and then eventually they start fighting back. Um, so it's pretty cool. And, and I will say that Garnack has a very similar um, skin, uh, or scale... Uh, color pattern mm-hmm. to the Berserker Predator introduced in Predators 3.
2: Yeah,
0: um, The black, red, and yellow. Uh, and so I thought... I, I'm not putting words in felonies. I'm not claiming that they did take inspiration. But well, it, se- it seems yeah. like it. Um, mm-hmm. Even if not, I'm okay with it. It doesn't change any way I enjoy this. I think that helps me enjoy it. Because it's taking something I love of a alien horror species... Mm -hmm. introducing it to star wars
2: yeah
1: also the most dangerous game if you've never heard anything about it is um basically a novel about a group of rich people who kidnap um a group of other people Mm -hmm. um and have and release them onto this island in the jungle and they hunt them for sport Mm -hmm. basically that's why it's called the most dangerous game exactly
0: yeah, I mean, it's this idea of hunting the unhuntable or, or hunting the taboo. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't hunt humans. Now, now I don't think many would have a problem with them hunting rancors and all these other creatures, but once you start hunting Wookiees and, and once you start hunting sentient species, all of a sudden it's less about sport, it's less about honor, it's more about just having the power to do what you're doing. Exactly. I have the power to hunt and kill you, and I'm going to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Please don't. I'm very Well, not small. you,
0: no. Um,
1: I wouldn't make very good meat.
0: But, yeah, and I think the Trandoshans are a perfect species for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think they could have done a similar concept with really bad bounty hunters or something like that, but...
1: Blackriston.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Blackriston kind of had a, a past like that. He was excommunicated from the Wookiees because of his actions as well. So, um, yeah, I I, I really like how they decided to tackle Mm -hmm. the idea of this episode as well as the introduction of Trandoshans.
1: Yeah, it was very well executed.
0: Um, And just to mention, uh, they actually did a lot of work to develop um, engine and software to be able to create this environment Mm -hmm. Um, because there's a lot going on. There's a lot of layers in... You know, there's no time when you're seeing a scene where they're outside and there's not dust in the air or s- birds flying or insects crawling. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually worked very hard to be able to create a thick jungle like this. Yeah, there's,
1: um, also, uh, there's also a great scene where a couple of birds pick up a monkey lizard and just drop it under the forest floor. Uh,
0: it's actually... So those are convores. Uh, a, a group of them are called convorees. Um, and the... Creature, the monkey, I think is a, I think it's called a Momo cage. It's, oh, sure. it's, it's a reference to Momo, I think. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Dee Bradley Baker did the voice of it.
1: Of course.
0: Um, and it has the, Momo has four arms, right? No, no, Momo
1: has two arms. He has
0: the wings though, right? Yes, he did. Okay. Well, maybe it's not as much of a reference to Momo yeah. as I thought. It's but, still very But, you know, Filoni worked on Avatar as well. Yeah. So, I assume it's a reference to Momo. Yeah. I couldn't find anything that verified that, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like very similar name, very similar appearance. I kind of have to wonder.
1: Yeah. And we only just recently got uh, Avatar, the entire series on Blu-ray.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So. Thanks, Target. Thanks, Target. So, uh, but yeah, great, great episode. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of, lots going on and it does not stop. It gets right into the next one. Um, so we're going to hit you guys with some ads and then we'll be back to talk about the next one. Bye. Welcome back again um and we are continuing on we talked a lot we did about that first episode mm-hmm. um but a uh, good conversation hopefully you're still with us and you're enjoying it because mm-hmm. we're not done yet we've got another episode to talk about season three episode 22 wookie hunt Ooh. i wonder who's going to show up uh so the moral if you listen to our yeah. earlier episode you already know this yeah. um because we just couldn't wait to complain <laughs> <laughs> here's uh, i hope that as we have these conversations Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like that yeah i hope that it doesn't feel like when we talk about things we would like to see and hope for and wish they'd done Mm -hmm. that it doesn't overpower our feelings of appreciation for what they did do
1: yeah we love we love clone wars and Mm -hmm. i don't think that's ever going to change
0: yeah i think though you know part of what we want to do with the podcast anytime we look at things is you know kind of imagine like did we think it would be different? Did we uh want it to be different? What would what would that look like? Um but none of that none of that erases what was done and
2: yeah.
0: Um at the end of the day we always love the bare bones of what was done. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um hopefully we don't sound like complaining whiny Luke Skywalker boys. But um
1: it is one some power converters <laughs>
0: I'll convert your power, Dad! um, so the moral for this episode is a great student is what the teacher hopes to be, ah and that's very good. We're always learning, mm-hmm. um, especially teachers we you don't learn to the point that you can then teach and never study again. You keep studying because now you're a teacher
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you have to keep learning to be able to keep teaching, yeah,
1: because kids go and ask you questions, yeah kids are going to ask you some weird questions too
0: and it's it's this it's this very paradoxical cycle mm-hmm. of to be a good teacher you must be a good student and to be a good student you must be a good teacher and blah 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 it just it keeps feeding into itself so keep learning um, always be open to learning things
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and recognize that if you're responsible for teaching others you should really uh, be mindful of whether or not you're still learning yourself because yeah. if you're not you're probably limiting yourself in your ability to teach and lead Mm -hmm. and whatnot so good one
2: yeah
1: uh well Garnak is handling the death of his son just about as well as you might think (laughs) you know just sort of screaming yeah
0: swears swears his revenge and everything yeah
1: uh he wanted to kill the Jedi already but now it's personal to the sequel yeah um Ahsoka returns to the camp and tells Omer and Jinx what happened you didn't spell it wrong I just said it wrong
0: what, Ahsoka? Oh yeah, thanks for clarifying though. You're welcome.
1: Uh, she hasn't lost hope though. If anything, it has only reinforced their need to escape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it it definitely sh- proves her point from the beginning of look this this isn't the this isn't our lifestyle. This mm-hmm. can't be. Yeah. Um,
1: it's just not long term.
0: No, I mean there there's no livelihood to it and you Mm -hmm. know their only hope is to resist Mm -hmm. rebel
1: surviving is just no life at all well that's a really dumb quote from something i don't remember where (laughs) it's from
0: it's a good i mean it's a good quote yeah
1: um so she comes up with a plan to attack the slave ship head on and when it makes it when it makes its next drop off once they have a ship, they're free.
0: See, like I said, I mean, is already figured out. Okay, so they drop off new people every night, so,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, let's just take that ship. Like, so that's why I feel like, you know, the, the Padawans, they do know some stuff, but I feel like maybe that's only from a few months of being there.
2: Yeah.
0: Because the Trandoshans seem to have a very strict routine,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I mostly think that they're used to people not fighting back.
1: Yeah. And they carry out this plan, and it could have worked. <laughs> uh but the trigger trigger happy pilot clutch damages the controls while trying to shoot Ahsoka and the ship crashes.
0: Yeah, like lovely. What is such a boneheaded move. Like I mean it's one of those things where it's like, I get you want to kill her, but really, dude, like you should have been able to have the common sense to say, Okay, if I shoot this and it doesn't hit her, it's still gonna hit something. Is mm-hmm. that something going to be important?
1: He he's a lesbian.
0: He hit everything important. He really did. Um, uh, So, but apparently Clutch is named after the term Clutch of Eggs, uh, which describes a group of chicken or lizard eggs. I Hmm. did not know that. Um, So they don't have batches. They don't have litters. They have clutches. Hmm. Uh, More interestingly is that he uses a shotgun. Mm -hmm. Uh, In a world of blasters and lasers, he chose a shotgun.
2: Uh,
0: I think that is really cool. Mm -hmm. Very different. It's also nice to... That that sound of a of a shotgun blast yeah. just kind of suddenly oh like whoa okay yeah he's he's carrying some artillery um, from a gameplay perspective as someone who plays Battlefront mm-hmm. uh, it's really cool because um, you use that you know if you're an assault class um, one of your abilities is to use a scatter shot um, and it's basically a shotgun that um, is extra powerful in close combat. So it's a pretty cool thing where it's like, oh, hey. So it wasn't just made for Battlefront. It kind of exists. Yeah. Um, but before I credit Battlefront and get yelled at by the, the nerds, uh, this did first appear in Republic Commandos. Yes. So if you don't like shotguns there, criticize Republic Commandos. You I... can't, though. Yeah. It's I... one of the best Star Wars games.
1: I'm Clutch, and this is my boomstick.
0: <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> Good army of darkness reference John. <laughs> You did it first.
1: I did do it first. I I feel like I make most of the the evil dead references.
0: Maybe, I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a counter for it.
1: Ding, there's one. There's one. Uh actually, ding, there's two. Uh when Jedi make their escape, Ahsoka releases the hatches so any prisoners can escape before the crash. And the transport only had one passenger on it, though, uh, a Wookiee. Guess who it was, John?
0: Uh, Lobaca.
1: I was about to make the same joke. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, it's Chewie. <laughs>
0: um, I do appreciate that they included that moment of Ahsoka kind of caring for others in the sense of like, okay, the ship's crashing. I need to help the prisoners, though. Mm-hmm. But how stupid and just horse stewardship uh is driving that big old freaking ship mm-hmm. that probably has like 12 or 15 freaking cells and you're only transporting one wookie.
1: Well, you know John. Really? He's a big wookie. You know. I don't know. Still,
0: it's one of those things where it's just like um yeah. it's kind of like a it doesn't make enough sense to Now, if maybe uh, if maybe another passenger had died in the crash or something yeah. like that, uh, maybe mm-hmm. or or if even another passenger survived with them, um, I could almost be about that, but nope, just chewy,
1: yeah, just, and we're not knocking chewy, but we would have liked there's other wookies out there, guys,
0: well, yeah, we talked about this when we talked about the last episode in the sense of. I even would have preferred if it was Tarful, yeah. And instead of Tarful coming to rescue Chewie in the end, Chewie comes to rescue Tarful in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been nice just to, because okay, so think about it. We're we're um, in an episode full of Trandoshans. Who's the most famous Trandoshan of them all? Bosk. Exactly. They could have easily been like, oh, my son died. Let me call my brother. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, hey, I need your help in dealing with these Jedi and. Bosque's is like, sure, why not?
1: Uncle Bosk.
0: Right. So, I mean, you could have done some stupid thing like that. Mm-hmm. But you showed restraint. You just said, hey, there's more than just Bosque yeah. in the universe. Let's, let's create some new Trandoshans.
1: We need a Wookiee. Chewbacca.
0: <laughs> you know, it's just, it's one of those things for me. Yeah. Um, I do, now I'll say, I love being able to see Chewie. Yeah. Alongside Ahsoka.
1: Definitely. I like his animated appearance.
0: Uh, uh, I feel like he was thin.
1: Well, you know, as you get older, (laughs) you add on some pounds, John.
0: I don't know. It's just, I mean, this is only a year or so before episode three. In episode three, he looks fairly normal. I feel like he was just a tad thin here.
1: He was on the slow carb diet for a year.
0: Yeah, apparently.
1: Yeah. Um... And then, you know, he just went ham on some bread.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he was probably depressed eating, <laughs> um, you know, after the whole killed my people, enslaved my people thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, No, I mean, seeing Ahsoka with Chewbacca is a very nice sight. It's uh-huh. a very nice little relationship. Um, I just think it was a missed opportunity to broaden. I mean, because the thing is, if this was Rebels, I get you. Here's the thing, though. Rebels showed Wookiees that weren't Chewbacca. (laughs) So it's one of those things where it's like, if Rebels, that takes place after the height of Wookiee era, Mm -hmm. you know, if they can show a dozen or so Wookiees and it's not Chewbacca, I feel like they could have done that here.
1: Yeah, I getcha.
0: But at least what they did do was nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, When they get back to the camp, Chewie says that he can make them a transponder and call for help if they go back and get some part from the wrecked ship. Chewbacca is incredibly resourceful.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, like we don't talk about that enough.
0: Well, and I I, th- I that's something I'd love to explore because mm-hmm. it's not just him, but it seems Wookiees in general aren't cavemen.
1: They're very smart.
0: Yeah, and I'd love to I lo- I'd love to spend more time with them mm-hmm. to explore that aspect.
1: More time with them that's not the holiday special.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not uh yeah, they can leave their snuggies at home.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Well, I'd I'd love a snuggie right now. It's cold in here. Um. So Omer and Jinx play lookout while Ahsoka and Chewie get the goods from the wrecked ship. A patrol passes though through and a, the hunter smug catches sight of our salvaging heroes. It's a it's a great name. Luckily, Omer and Jinx are able to keep him from killing Ahsoka and Chewie, but ultimately Chewbacca is the one to take down the Trenchodon. Omer and Jinx just really cannot catch a break. They're they're really not good at this. Yeah, they're
0: always getting beat up. Like, earlier, when they were ambushing the ship, um, they uh, got tied up. Fight! both of them had to take on one Trandoshan, and he was whooping their butts. Mm -hmm. Here, they get to jump on this dude and still get their butts kicked.
1: Yeah, they're really bad at this. Uh,
0: it, it's one of those things, I feel bad. <laughs> I can understand why Khalifa was like, uh, yeah, this is hopeless. <laughs>
1: yeah, they need to, they need more training.
0: I, well, and I think that's all it is, is I mm-hmm. just think, I mean, you, you know, we, you made mention of this in the sense that how much better Ahsoka was at this than they are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we talked about how she doesn't exactly have the normal Padawan experience.
2: Yeah.
0: None of them really do, but when you're Anakin's Padawan, you you're far more exposed and pushed, and you you have to keep up. Mm-hmm. And so I think Ahsoka is leaps and bounds over any of her peers uh, in a lot of ways, I mean, maturity and strength and and whatnot. So yeah. I think this shows it's not meant to be like oh look at them they're 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 weak and frail. I think it's more to say hey look at Ahsoka like she she's cool. <laughs> you, you want to appreciate it, but as you t- typically point out it's also one of those things where it's like where'd your childhood go
1: yeah where what, your oh, baby yeah like, oh. go play
0: with some toys or text boys or go to the mall don't text boys don't well, <laughs> don't text boys she probably wouldn't anyway text paris um she well yeah she would probably have like that kind of girlfriend i feel like mm-hmm. um so but yeah yeah it, it's one of those things where it's like man she is just you know she is the Padawan's Padawan. She's yeah. top tier, but it's also one of those things where it's like, in order to get there though, she sacrificed a lot more innocence mm-hmm. and a lot more youth. I think, but yeah. poor baby. I mean, that's a that's a whole other kind of deep dive kind of thing yeah. in, there.
1: But is another one of those characters that I just want to give a hug. Yeah, I just want to hug you.
0: Yeah, well, you can hug yeah. Ashley at celebration. Oh, it's close enough. That.
1: Um... So, yeah, Ahsoka says that they should take him prisoner. Uh, Omer and Jinx want to use him to ire the other, uh, another ride so that they can escape, but Ahsoka and Chewie just want to work on the transponder to call for help. Eventually, Ahsoka and Chewie opt to help the others, mostly just so they don't
0: die. Yeah, so coming back to the same conversation, just like Ahsoka's like, Chewie, they're gonna die. Mm hmm. We have to be responsible parents. <laughs> they can't take care of themselves. Exactly. They're toddlers. Like, like, they're not going to listen to me, so I might as well go and make sure they don't die. Mm-hmm. I I, pro- I kind of promised Khalifa. I kind of promised my boo thing for two minutes that I wasn't going <laughs> to let them die.
1: Yeah. So we have a really interesting scene of Jinx attempting to mind trick uh, Smug being held in a headlock by Chewbacca.
0: Yeah, well, no, the funny thing is... Um, Ahsoka specifically says, we need eye contact. Mm -hmm. We need eyes, uh, their eyes to meet. Which I think is interesting. I don't think... I don't know that that's ever been established as a mind trick rule before.
2: No.
0: Um, I don't know why that would have to be a thing. I guess maybe it helps. I guess so. Um, I was just going to say, I do appreciate that it's Jinx. Mm -hmm. Because it could have been Ahsoka and would have been... Yeah,
1: yeah. It would have been a one
0: time. But as we've just mentioned...
1: He's being held in a headlock by Chewbacca yeah. and he gets hit in the face. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> I, that's the Wookiee mind trick. Just yes. hit him. Because <laughs> it's one of those things part. where it's like, you will call for a ride. He's like, no, I won't. And then Chewie's like, Rawr. and it's like, <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> Just don't hit me again. Yeah. Oh, goodness.
1: Yeah. So the mind trick smug into calling for a ride and then steal the ride uh to head for the flying
0: fortress. The um the Trandoshan that comes to pick up smug is named Cricks, I believe. And he was specifically mentioned to have that name because it sounded like a lizard. <laughs> I don't I don't okay. know.
1: I guess it does. I didn't do. It. I've never la- I've never named a lizard before.
0: Supposedly George Lucas came up with all the names. So.
1: Supposedly. Um the attack is going well, but the unarmed heroes eventually start to lose the upper hand until, surprise, a ship pulls up. Um, it's Sugi in Seraphis. I was so excited. <laughs> I know. I was so excited that I yelled, Sugi, when yeah. I first saw her. I, I love Sugi.
0: Yeah. I, oh, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, and it's a really nice, um, unexpected moment. You keep expecting... Incredibly so. Oh, Anakin's gonna come or blah blah blah. But um, yeah, I thought it was a great way to reintroduce them.
1: Yeah, and they're joined by General Tarfel and several unnamed Mm wookies. They probably have names, we just don't know them. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, turns out Chewie got a signal out after all. Uh, with a little extra muscle, the last of the Trandosians are cleaned up pretty easily.
0: And and by that we mean thrown over the ledge. Yeah. Like, almost all of them. (laughs) There's a couple that get shot. Um, But most of them, yeah, get thrown over a ledge. (laughs) Which I thought was funny.
1: Yeah. Um, So Ahsoka goes after Garnak herself and faces off with him in his trophy room. Uh, Ahsoka tries to help him realize that his son died because of their clan's inhumane hunting. But Garnak does not want to listen.
0: She tried, though. She
1: tried. Uh, When he attacks Ahsoka again, she force pushes him out of the trophy room where he falls to his death on the lower level. And that's the end of Garnack.
0: I feel like he should have gone over the ledge.
1: I feel like he should have gotten impaled on some kind of wire <laughs> or something. Oh,
0: that would have been poetic. Um, yeah, I just... I, following three stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, a, what a way to go for...
2: He was old.
0: <laughs> Probably, but still. Yeah. Um, I, but nonetheless, I thought it was a really nice way um, that it was done nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Sugi and Serapis show up with the halo... Mm -hmm. Um, which is basically came about because they wanted to have the Wookiees rescue them. But it was this question of, okay, I don't think Wookiees have um, intergalactic travel, though. We've never really seen that, and are we willing to introduce that? Mm -hmm. And so instead, they said, what if they got a ride somehow? And um, Dave Filoni was the one that suggested, like, hey, we designed a ship for the bounty hunters... Um, earlier in the season and never used it what if we just use that and have them hired by the Wookiees mm-hmm. you know and Sugi gets a, a really fun line where she's like hey you know you're paying me by the minute so hurry up <laughs> it's like yeah really That okay we're just gonna go save our friend now you know save his life we'll be right back <laughs> you're gonna help no <laughs> um but yeah um I thought I thought that was a great way to reintroduce familiar characters just, just the right amount too. Um, so, but uh, if you haven't noticed though, the the creative team love to have fun when creating and naming characters, and that's the case here uh, as well with some of the hunters' names. So we already mentioned like Cricks, and you've got um, Dar and, and such. So Smug that we mentioned earlier is named after Smaug, uh, the dragon from the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, Gillis is named after the monster from the old giant Gila monster film. Uh, And here's the thing, all right? Filoni specifically said that was his reference. Yes. Starwars.com and many other sources take his throwaway line as the reference. So most places say, oh, it's named after Angulus or Anguirus from the Godzilla films. It's basically Godzilla's kaiju bro. Um...
1: Which one is that
0: one? That's the one that's like a spiky armadillo. Gotcha. I
1: know that so, one. So,
0: here's the thing. In the, in the interview, in the actual interview, he says it was named after the giant Gila monster film. hmm But, you know, he made a specific reference of we wanted to do something Godzilla-like, but we'd already done that with the Zillow Beast and Goji. Mm-hmm. And so, but maybe my love of Angulus... Uh, Helped me make the decision, but he he was kind of passing it off as a joke. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're a big nerd like me, I lean towards okay. What what did he officially say is the the inspiration?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, because Godzilla gets enough credit, let's talk about some other horrible fifties uh, monster movies, guys. Come yeah, on, let's give some other creatures some some attention.
1: They did a MST3K on the giant Gila monster. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Um, so there, is, there's a Ratter named after Rattlesnake. Right, right, uh, right, there's right. lagon named after the Creature of the Black Lagoon. Arguably not, I mean, Amphibious, <laughs> yes, but I don't know yeah. about that one. Uh, Goron named after the Gorn, um, which you know had to be in there. Yeah. Uh, you have Sochek, named after Walter Soapcheck. From Big Lebowski, played by John Goodman, who is also the model for the Trandoshan's appearance, Uh we actually have three between Clutch, Sobek, and Crix. We have three um, beefy, uh, chubby Trandoshans. Yeah, beefy boys. Yeah, Um,
2: full of. I like that.
0: You know, we have some tall, thin ones. We have some more usual look ones, and then we have Garnack, who has a mane of feathers on his head. Mm -hmm. I love the variation because it's one of those things where it shows like. No no two Trandoshans have to look like Bosk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, the cool one is Rami, named after Mary Franklin from Bantha Tracks, who is a huge Bosk and Trandoshan fan. So that was a pretty cool yeah. thing. Um, and Rami is one of the ones that got thrown over the ledge. So what an honor. <laughs> <laughs> Get
2: that, that one creature ledge. named
0: after me got thrown over a ledge by a Wookiee. Yeah. I think it was Tarful that threw him, though, so they I mean, yeah. still an honor. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, the episode ends with Ahsoka returning to her master on Coruscant and reassuring him that it was because of his training that she and the others were able to survive. Oh.
0: It is a nice moment, and it ends with a really nice silhouette of the two of them walking together and everything. It's a really nice wrap-up. Um, and I think these are some of the stronger... Ahsoka centric episodes because yeah. Ahsoka is so by herself. You know, she she's so secluded from Anakin yeah. and whatnot, but
1: that's the thing, she doesn't need Anakin.
0: Yeah, they do need each other. Yeah. But I think they also need to learn that their need of each other doesn't dictate that they can't be them be strong on their own as well. Yeah. You know.
1: Definitely a codependent relationship at times though.
0: Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta recognize when it's appropriate one or the other yes um and you have to have confidence in yourself so but all right season three is done it's over um are there any particular highlights from season three uh that jump out at you mortis (laughs) yeah i figured that i figured Uh, that would be a big one
1: the night sisters arc was fantastic Mm. oh yeah yeah i think i think the night sisters arc was my favorite of season three
0: yeah, I mean, I definitely think between Citadel, Mortis, and Night Sisters, uh, that made up the bulk of the goodness of season three. Mm-hmm. All The whole season's really, really great. Yeah. Um, it's great. But those are three strong back to back arcs, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and I think they do the most to really get us out of our comfort zone of what the Clone Wars is. Mm-hmm. you got. Episodes where you're following the bad guy, Mm -hmm. you know, the villain, uh, Ventress, more than you're following the heroes, which is kind of a, you know, it's turned on its head. You've got an arc exploring the very deep spiritual side of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. You've got an arc um, exploring the morality of Jedi and just playing a good heist Mm -hmm. um, and whatnot. So I think season three really broke a lot of good ground and new ground. Mm -hmm. um on what star wars stories can be and i think that continues very strongly into season four Mm -hmm. which i'm excited about
1: yeah we've already seen that and i think
0: a lot a lot goes down in season four um i know when season two ended i was like all right season three it's gonna get good Mm -hmm. and i'm saying it again all right season three is done season four is gonna get good (laughs) it just keeps getting better
1: it's already good
0: oh yeah it stays good son so um let us know what you thought about these episodes specifically guys um but also what what are some of your favorite from season three maybe we'll also put that uh question up on facebook for you guys uh facebook and twitter so keep a lookout for that let us know what your favorites are from this season and uh we'll be starting up season four next week um beginning with the battle of mancala uh, really, really cool uh, arc there. So looking forward to that. Yeah, I really love these episodes. Oh yeah. So um, don't forget, guys. YouTube, it's out there. We're gonna be um, putting some new cool things up there, uh, like our Queen Shadow full review. That's gonna go up early in uh, in the next week, and we'll also hopefully be putting one more um, episode of a new series up on YouTube. And so if you want to stay connected for those goodies and extra nerd herder stuff then go over to youtube uh search nerd herder and subscribe check out what we've already got and look forward to what we're going to be putting up there uh like share all that good stuff Mm -hmm. um we'll be doing uh, a bonus episode um uh for youtube soon um like i said and you'll just have to wait to know more about what that's going to be but definitely queen shadow um if you like what we do Guys, um it would mean a lot to us if you would consider supporting us. you know, we do this um, in addition to everything else in life uh, and so your support would go a long way to help us do what we do and to deliver quality nerd herder podcasting. So head over to Patreon, check it out. see what um offers there are for your support and if giving is right for you um, and if you can't give financially. There's a great way to support us by sharing and and letting other people know about the podcast, leaving reviews where you can, uh, all that good stuff. A lot of our listeners are on Apple Podcasts, and I mean, actually, fifty three percent of our listeners are on Apple Podcasts. So if even half of you guys left reviews for us on Apple Podcasts, that would get us a lot of visibility and be a great way of supporting us. Uh, and so. Whether you can do it financially through Patreon, or whether you can do it through just encouragement and through word of mouth. Any way you can, we would appreciate if you would. If you love the show. If not, let us know what we can do. Speaking of Patreon, though, thank you, Rebecca. Um, You, madam, uh, are a big help in uh, us being able to do what we do, and we appreciate you for that. So, um, yeah, otherwise, guys, if you're not already, Facebook, Twitter, get on there, stay connected with us. You'll know when we post episodes. You'll know when we delay episodes. You'll know when we post great memes. All kinds of fun stuff is happening on the social medias. So uh, connect with us there and interact with us there. Mm -hmm. That's where you can let us know what you thought of these episodes and all that good stuff.
1: Social media for the modern era.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, guys, that's going to be it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed these uh, two episodes of the rewatch. And hopefully you have a good rest of your weekend weekend. We will be back on Monday uh, with Monday Motivations and kick off a new awesome Nerd Herder week. Until then, guys, stay scruffy, and may the Force be with you.
2: Bye!